Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite things, naps. I personally believe that naps are given a bad rap and are usually underrated. I personally wish that I could go back and claim all the naps that I refused as a child, but alas, I cannot. Afternoon nap time typically coincides with a brief lag in the body's internal alerting signal. This signal, which creases throughout the day, is offset the body's increasing drive to sleep. It wanes slightly in the afternoon, giving sleep drive a slight edge. Um, napping also typically happens during the warmest period of the day and generally follows a large midday meal which explains why afternoon sleepiness is so often associated with warm afternoon sun and heavy lunches. Afternoon naps for most people typically last between 30 and 60 minutes. Any longer and there is a risk of falling into deep sleep and having a difficult time waking up. Uh, following a nap, having um, dissipated some of the accumulative sleep drive, many people report feeling better able to stay awake, feeling more alert in the late afternoon and evening. This increased alertness typically causes people to go to bed later and generally to sleep less at night than people who do not take naps. According to sleep experts, napping can be a good way for people who do not sleep well at night to catch up. They do caution, however, that people with insomnia may make their nighttime sleep problem worse by sleeping during the day. Otherwise, they generally recommend naps for people who feel that they benefit from them. So this is kind of one of those things where you got to personally judge whether or not it works for you. And a lot of people do get a lot of good benefits from napping. A short nap is usually what you should aim for, 20, 30 minutes. Um, it gives you some short-term alertness. This type of nap provides significant benefit for improved alertness and performance without leaving you feeling groggy or interfering with your nighttime sleep pattern. And your sleep environment can greatly impact your ability to fall asleep. So make sure that you have a restful place to lie down. Um, so naps can be typed in three different ways. There is the first, which is planned napping. Um, and this is also called preparatory napping, which sounds super fancy. And this just basically involves taking a nap before you actually get tired. Um, you can use this technique when you know that you will be up later than your normal bedtime or as a mechanism to ward off getting tired earlier. The second type is called emergency napping, and this occurs when you are suddenly very tired and you can't continue with the activity that you were originally engaged in. And this type of nap can be used to combat drowsy driving or fatigue while using heavy and dangerous machinery. And then the last type of napping is habitual napping. And this is practiced when a person takes a nap at the same time every day and it becomes a part of your sleep routine. And young children may fall asleep at about the same time each afternoon, or an adult may take a short nap after lunch each day. Napping isn't always the best option for everyone. For example, some people have trouble sleeping any place other than their own bed, making a nap at the office or anywhere else quite unlikely. 
Other people simply have trouble sleeping in the daytime. It could be that certain individuals are more sensitive to the daytime dip than others. Uh, those who may feel sleepier uh, tend to have an easier time napping. Um, naps can leave people with sleep inertia, especially when they last more than 10 to 20 minutes. Sleep inertia is defined as the feeling of grogginess and disorientation that can come with waking from a deep sleep. While this state usually only lasts for a few minutes to a half hour, it can be detrimental to those who must perform immediately after waking from a nap period. Uh, Post-nap impairment and disorientation is more severe and can last longer in people who are sleep-deprived or who lap, nap for longer periods of time. Um, napping can also have a negative effect on other sleeping periods. A long nap or a nap taken too late in the day may adversely affect the length or the quality of nighttime sleep. If you have trouble sleeping at night, a nap might amplify your problems if you take that nap too late in the day or if your nap is too long. Um, while research has shown that napping is a beneficial way to relieve tiredness, it still has stigmas associated with it. Napping in our culture is seen as laziness and it's indicating a lack of ambition and low standards. And many people believe that napping is only for children, the sick and the elderly. And thus many people don't want to engage in uh, napping because this stigma keeps people away from it. Um, whether or not naps will be helpful for you as an individual really can only be determined by you trying it. You know, lay down with your eyes closed and focus on your breathing because even if you don't sleep, this resting will go a long way to fighting both stress and fatigue. And another thing that you can do if you're going to try to practice napping is to educate the people around you about the benefits of napping and why you're engaging in it. And telling them that napping is about improving performance as well as your overall health can help them be more supportive of you trialing a napping period. Um, so if you have insomnia and it's kind of a chronic thing for you, you know, you're, you're kind of try everything, right? Like, so... It doesn't really hurt to add trying napping to the list of things that we try for coping. And for some people, napping is that magic thing that helps balance out that sleep hygiene and helps make it so that you can actually, in that full 24-hour window, get the full balance of sleep that you need. So try to set aside your negative views of napping and consider it as yet just another thing that you can try to benefit your overall health and wellness and to facilitate potentially better sleep. Because you never know if you're going to be a napper and somebody who benefits from napping unless you give it an honest good go. So... That's about it that I have to say about ram, uh, napping, um, me rambling today. So thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what you're listening to, you know, consider supporting the podcast. It really helps. And until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves. Bye. Happy napping.